Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. That's not it. Oh, that's it. Okay. Cue me. Good morning. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. We have a great show for you. We're going to talk restrictive. Covenants. So exciting. <laughs> it is exciting when you go to buy a house and you learn you can't have a chicken. <laughs> Who needs a chicken? Well, people like their own eggs. Gracious. Slows down the listeria. <laughs> so, restrictive covenants carries with the house. It's a rule. It's like most neighborhoods in Florida and other parts of the country have restrictive covenants, and the covenant carries with the house. So, you sell a house, the covenant carries on. So you have city laws, you have governing, you have zoning laws that says I can put a house here or I can put a house or I can put a church here. I can put a building here, commercial. That's zoning. What, Whether it's urban, fringe or city or rural, that's zoning laws. Then they have what's called a restrictive covenant or deed restrictions that carries with the actual property from owner to owner to owner. But most houses don't have their own restrictive covenants, do they? The, I mean, it carries with that per- parcel. It it does, but aren't they typically for areas that many parcels have the same covenant? Yes, gotcha. but it's assigned to each specific parcel within the neighborhood. So one can't change there. One cannot the change. Mm-mm. Keep it as is. So Houston is one of the few cities in the country that does not have zoning. They only have deed restrictions. There's no zoning laws in Houston. Florida, the 
HOAs, homeowners associations are very powerful. You can live in a neighborhood that does not have a homeowners association, but still has deed restrictions. How would you know? You look it up. You have a realtor and don't do it by yourself. Thank you. Know you. What I'm saying? That was a great lead in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's p- title company, underwriters, they tell you. But you can have a neighborhood association, which is not mandatory, which is just a group of people that live in the same neighborhood. I have a neighborhood association, Meadows at Wood Run, but it's not mandatory. Neighborhoods like Southwood, Bull Run here in Tallahassee in Leon County, Songbird in Wakulla, those are mandatory. You must pay to live there. And the deed restrictions are part of that, the covenants and restrictions or restrictive covenants, as they say. So that's what we're going to talk about. There's a lot of weird ones. And I have been selling and appraising homes since 2003. My name is Patty Wilson. This is Patty Playhouse. We work for Allison James Estates and Homes, plural. And I've been selling them for a long time. I've sold over 500 homes in the last seven years. And I've never read the restrictive covenants the way I've been reading them because I have a specific customer who has a specific need with our animals. And so I've read the restrictive covenants a little differently, not just an overview or the cursory look. I'm a real big, if the title doesn't, isn't interesting, I just move on. I'm a tweeter. I t- I'm on Twitter all the time. So if it's not that first 140 characters doesn't grab me, I'm out. So I've been reading them through the content. And there are some fascinating rules here in Leon County. So about I thought it would be good if I don't know. Particular? Animals, really, in particular. But if I don't know, I'm sure a lot of people don't know. I'm positive of that. So I thought we'd go through them today. And then we're going to talk about garnet and gold because we're actually drinking. We're actually drinking right now. Shocking. A little bourbon. Scott has his open bottle of wine. I went and bought it for him. Cimarron, to be exact. Cimarron. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about just fun stuff because that's what we do. It's the fun side of real estate on Patty's Playhouse. And I just thought it'd be interesting to really sit down and break apart a restrictive covenant. Yeah. You kind of let me go at the animals part. So what about the animals? Because there might be some real restrictive covenants. There there. is. But restrictive covenants by definition is a clause in a deed. Correct. To real property. And real property means a house is attached to the lot. Okay. It's real property that limits what the owner of the land can do with the property or a lease. So even if you're leasing the property, can't you can't just go all willy nilly. You gotta you gotta listen to the restrictive covenants. Restrictive covenants allow the surrounding property owners who have similar covenants in their deeds to enforce the terms of the covenants in a court of law. And it is a powerful, powerful document. And in Florida, I don't know where they started. I heard it was somewhere in Miami they got started, and it was to keep the values so that people didn't have like a pink house where all the other houses were beige. And it, it does keep the values up. I mean, it's in my neighborhood, there's a royal blue home and an orange home. And then the rest are kind of the neutral palette, as you would say. But it does keep your values up where people know it's consistent. Consistency, that's why. They want, you know, quiet living. They want to know what it's going to be like. But you got to pay for that privilege. And you have to be willing to conform. I am not a conformist. I'm shocked. Yeah, shocking. Not a conformist. Are you a conformist, Scott? In some ways. In some ways, I'm not. I Have you I'm lived not. in an HOA? Oh, most of most of my life, yes. And what was it like? Uh, did you like it? I did. I, I did liked... you throw people under the bus? Never. I mean, I, I, 
I address things directly with people, but in terms of an HOA or covenant that is restrictive, um, it's typically to keep that consistency around you and to make sure that things look like they should. And I'm all about aesthetics. Therefore, I kind of like that. And if you're concerned about your homeowners association, be involved, go to the meetings, get on the board. It's my only tip for that. If it, it concerns you or if you're buying into a neighborhood that it might concern you and you don't want it to change, be on the board, go to the meetings, have a voice because it's the only way it's going to fix it. I think most people, especially when it comes to animals, now that I'm thinking about it, would not think severely to look at the restrictive covenants in terms of what it would or would not allow you to do. Because most people just think, okay, I have animals, maybe one, two, three. Um, but there are plenty of people that have many more than that that probably should be concerned that aren't. Right. Well, that's how it came up. They have more than two animals. And she is the, my customer and brought it up to me. I'm like, There's, you could have more than two animals. I appraise homes. I'm a property manager. We go into people's homes all the time. They have more than two animals. It's not a problem. Eh, wrong answer. Read. Restrictive covenants say people aren't in trouble for it. However, the restrictive covenants state most more often than not, no more than two animals. Period. Not type of animal. Not type. Well, type is another clause. Like Often it says the two animals, and then it'll say what type of animals, whether it's a farm animal, goat, mini horse, mule, chicken, that kind of stuff. So I've Little got pig. two dogs and a gerbil. What does that look like? More than three animals. Well, it's at least three. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I, so, so I would break Again, that. Again, I have bourbon, so <laughs> right. I can't add. So I would be breaking that restriction. You would be breaking the restriction. 12 fish. Hmm. And let me show you how literal it takes. Okay. Separate issue. Daycare in the home. It's a it's a, a business in the home. Like a lawyer would work out of his house or a doctor would work out of his house. A realtor would work out of his house. Neighborhood in this area. Lady has a daycare. Statutorily, the state of Florida says that daycare supersede any restrictive covenants. It says we are, we were, what we're telling you is above the restrictive covenants because statutorily the state of Florida wants affordable daycare for people to have. They don't want you to have to go to the, the primo backslash growing room. Okay. They don't want you to spend, they don't want you to have to spend the Scottsdale Academy money. If you want your child in a smaller place in a home, you can do that. So statutorily, the state of Florida says you can have a daycare in the home above the restrictive covenant. So we supersede that. What's in the definition of daycare? Does a, If my neighbor has I 25 have... children in there, I got a problem with that. Okay. Well, that's separate issue. The statute says you can do it. Now, there's there's statutes below that that says how many houses you, how many children you can take care of with so many adults. Right. But overview, you have six kids. Say pretend six because I don't know how it worked out, but I do know there's a lawsuit against the HOA, and I do know that statutorily, unfortunately, this girl's going to win, but it's going to cost her money to win. She moves into the neighborhood. Statutorily says you cannot, you can have the home daycare. It supersedes any other deed restriction. She has four kids. Four of those kids are related. 
HOA takes her to court. They're like, no, we want you to stop doing it. That's how she bought the house was the business. She buys the house. It's the business. Statute says I can do it. She's still going to court. It's still in court. So did she not read the terms of the restrictive covenant? She did read it, but it doesn't, it's not a home business like I'm going to have. It's not like you would have an, it's like an Avon lady. They're there four hours a day. Anyway, this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. On the other side of the break, we're still going to talk restrictive covenants. Hopefully it'll be fun for you. And then we're going to do garnet gold, little sports, a little fun, a little real estate. Patty Wilson, 850-656-0009. But the computer has the evidence. No need to abort. The countdown starts. Watching in a trance. The crew is certain. Nothing left to chance. Hast du etwas Zeit für mich? ich ein Lied für dich von Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. Hashtag fun side of real estate. <laughs> cracks me up. I'm trying to think of a tagline that fits us. I don't know that I have, but it fits my new logo. I like my new logo. So we are podcasted on iTunes and SoundCloud and Spotify. But you can listen to us on 93.3 FM or on the web, which they podcast us as well. So we were talking about restrictive covenants, fun stuff. Everyone lives in a house or apartment or something where there's rules and a restrictive covenant is a rule and that rule follows the house. So you can be in an, uh, a location that has a homeowners association that's mandatory or has a neighborhood association, or even that might be rural, but there's still rules. And so covenants and restrictions is very fine rules. We were talking about animals and businesses, and we were just talking about a daycare business. You can have a business in your home, like if you sell LuLaRoe or 31, or according to this, according to this deed restriction and the way that the homeowners association is playing it out, you can't even be a doctor and see patients in your own house or be an attorney and work out of your house. I hope nobody's seeing a doctor in his house. Yeah, why not? I would never. Why not? Why? Why? You can't have the equipment that's needed and I don't you know, can. it just seems so. But not, you could be a therapist. Yeah, well, that's different. There's PhD doctors yeah, that could was, run a study. I was or like a medical doctor. But an attorney, like okay, so even if you're not seeing a customer, they're saying technically you cannot run it out of your house. I could have a LuLaRoe, Avon, remember the old days, Avon, Girl Scout cookies. Nope, they don't want anything in their house. It, about traffic. Now, these were three cars. Three or four cars were coming to pick up someone every day. But it's just not even the point. The statute says we supersede the restrictive covenants, and they're still douching it out. Is it just child care that supersedes, or are there others? De- child care supersedes because they want affordable co- child care. Well, that makes sense. So it's just child care. But some of the other situations, number and type of vehicles. So remember when we had that house on Summer Meadow? 
Yes. And you had the buyer. Yes. And what did the buyer do? He moved to Iowa, so it doesn't really matter. What did he do? Well, he he was a motor cross rider. Right. But he had multiple uh, motorcycles and therefore wanted to wash them in his driveway. Not store them there, but wash them. And And he was concerned. It made him nervous to have the restrictive covenant, right? It did. Correct. Fencing. If you live on a golf course, you can't have a privacy fence because of the view. It generally has to be a see-through fence. And it, it's the restrictions can say whether it must be aluminum or chain link. Adjacent structures. The city of Tallahassee has made it so you can have up to standard is a 500 square foot like granny pad or up to, you know, it's up to half the size of the, the main home. But the covenant and restrictions will supersede that zoning rule. So if I wanted, I could in my neighborhood, I have 1,100 square foot house. I could put a 500 square foot apartment in the back of my house for my stepson. If I lived in a, a bull run, it, it's those restrictive covenants. Bull runs off of uh, Thomasville Road. It supersedes this, the zoning. Zoning says you can do it. Restrictive covenants will allow you to do it. A salon in your house. You know, if you wanted to cut hair. Uh, the color palettes. Again, I have my neighbors. One has this royal blue home. Uh, I know there's a royal blue home in Southwood. So all of that had to be approved. Uh, but color palettes. I know in South Florida, like, what is it? What's the fun part of Miami? What is South Beach where everything's more bright colors? That would be correct. Um, pet restrictions. Going back to pets. No more than two. One I read. I won't go the neighborhood out because... Unbelievable. It says if they don't, if your pet is like loud, they can force you to get rid of your pet. Goodness. And I can't believe that anyone who has pets would live there. So I, I won't get the name. I think most people don't. If you want the name, it's Patty stuff. Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Pets. Um, so lighting. So there was recently a lawsuit. It was a very, it was a highly restricted neighborhood. So there's the lower restrictions where people aren't really paying attention. And then there's like Boca. (laughs) We'll go to Boca because that's more restrictive. And so there was something about lighting and went to the appellate court. And the appellate court was like, this guy can't have his own lighting. So the neighbor, then the neighbor sued the other neighbor because he thought the, the lighting on the house, the first house was too ostentatious. Well, it's so, so he subjective. ended up suing. It, uh, lighting is so subjective. Right. But typically these HOAs and or covenants are specific to the dimensions and what type of lighting. Right. And often they will have specificity in terms of like the mailbox or lighting, certain things. But there's other things that as long as it's approved by the HOA, such as colors, et cetera. Right. That, that they will... So the judge said, in what may become a rallying cry for associations, the appellate court succinctly observed that Florida is perhaps ground zero in legal battles between homeowners associations and the property owner over the interpretation and enforceability of private restrictive covenants, which are commonly used in newer subdivisions and large developments and condos. And that means that Florida is like ground zero. Like what happens in Florida happens everywhere else because Florida is so restrictive and the HOAs have so much power. They're very, very powerful. If you don't pay your HOA, they they can take your house. They can own your home. Absolutely own your house. 
So it's very powerful place to be in a homeowners association. That's my only tip is get on the board if you want to live there and have a say. So because the neighborhood, so the neighbor, the neighbor vetoed the lighting installation and said it was gross. Some some of them are a little antiquated or outdated in terms of what they were back in the day versus what they need to be oh, yeah. today, such as yeah. the one that I lived in in Melbourne. At first, you could not park a truck. And I mean, if you like had a, a $50,000 truck, you could not park it in the driveway. You could put it in your garage, but you couldn't park it in the driveway because what they were trying to do at the time when people drove trucks, which were more commercial related, mm-hmm. they were trying to keep away trucks that were you know, had the vinyl on it or something specific to your place of business, business. etc. So instead, you know, they just said no trucks. So today you can actually park a truck there. But when I bought the house, A, I didn't think of driving a truck until I was remodeling the house. So I bought a truck, but I couldn't get it. There was four, uh, four car garage, but they were all single bays and you couldn't get a truck in one of the single bays. So I had to park it outside and I lived on an acre, but it was on a golf course, and so everybody saw it. So I had nothing but trouble with that. So I had to give my dad my truck. And that's the other thing. How many cars can you have? Well, luckily, I didn't I mean, you had a four-car garage. I did, but it was a four-car garage, but the one was on the back, and it was really for a golf cart. And can you park on the street? Were you allowed to park on the street? cannot park on the street. What about a guest? Cannot park on the street. Dude, that would suck. I love parking on the street. Cannot park. I don't know why. I think it's my Philly, my Philly background. So another one is cutting down trees. I know Indian Head is big on their trees. Blairstone's big on their trees. So a lot of it, that is the diameter of the tree, whether you have to go before the architectural or the, the HOA board and cut down the tree. I mean, the city of Tallahassee is big on their trees. So if you live in the city and you want to cut down a tree, it's hard. And then there's the live oak issue. I mean, that you could be dead in your bed before they let you cut down a live oak. Is there specificity in terms of the branches versus the entire tree i think technically you're allowed to cut back 20 to 30 percent good to know however it's getting an arborist to agree to it gracious because you have to have an arborist look at it sure it costs more to do that anyways i mean it's but you could be dead in your bed and insurance companies once want the branches off the house period like i had mine but i went through like four arborists before i found somebody to say yeah i'll cut them back because it could hurt the tree. Yeah. And dead in my bed. But that doesn't matter. Nope. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Dead in your bed. Oh, nobody likes that. Nobody likes it. I mean, it happens too. So building your dream home. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> everything is everything. The color of the door. The color of the fence. The color of the hardy. The color of the brick. The style of the window. Everything has to be approved. This is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. 850-656-0009. We're whining about restrictive covenants. And I don't live in one and neither does Scott right now. So on the other side of the break, we're going to continue and then we're Garnet Gold.
850-656-0009 is our phone number. Our website is purpledoorteam.com. And Patty's Playhouse Media is my radio skating, roller skating website. Last week when I ended the show, I like tried to be all dramatic and Scott called me out. <laughs> Saying it was like our radio, like if you were going to roller skate. It was so funny. I was like laughing for 10 minutes. I couldn't stop. I felt like we were. <laughs> Every time I think about it, it cracks me up. I, I don't want to do that. Anyway, so I was scrolling through Facebook while I was preparing for the show, and there was this thing called Brandless. So I asked Scott about it. Good Lord. <laughs> I don't do like many I, things that are okay, Brandless, wait, 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 wait first of all. Okay, I am one of seven, so we grew up broke not broke because my parents have money i just know they saved it for themselves <laughs> instead of us well you're they thanking them now they saved us for our or their older age because they're 83 and 84 so on facebook there's this thing called brandless it's a brand that's brandless so everything's like uber generic but cute colors so i asked scott i told him there was like a lavender toner for three for, for your for face. three dollars and, <laughs> and i said i don't put anything on my face for three dollars he's like they go on what you say you don't look like what well, i mean <laughs> i don't look like 35 at the age of 50 because i put three bucks on my face it so, requires much more than that when i met scott and i realized i was only six months older than him i was like <laughs> when am i gonna look like that <laughs> i've never at, looked like that at in my three life. bucks it's gonna be a long time <laughs> <laughs> but what if what if something was spectacular for $3? I'm not sure I would know it. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. I mean, well, you could miss out on something if you didn't try it. I think I have. I mean, we were talking the other day about the dollar store or Dollar Tree, and I've never yeah. been in one. The Dollar Tree by our office on Lafayette's real. It's on uh, Appalachian Parkway. The one I have by been to the that, news and, and I'm telling you what not to buy nicer. there. You do not get aluminum foil there. <laughs> it is not the heavy duty. I don't care what they tell you don't buy i buy my aluminum foil from sam's i buy the like the type that i'll need like in the when the end of time right that's like the a, kind it's like get. 800 feet of and, foil and it's heavy for 12 dollars. nobody likes light aluminum no foil. it's What's awful the point? and aluminum so expensive right it's very expensive so but i like snyder's of hanover which is hanover pennsylvania pretzels and i can get them at that dollar tree for a dollar well that's clever and the Thank American God. Greetings cards for a dollar. Although I have heard that the dollar store doesn't necessarily mean a dollar. No, family dollar doesn't mess. Dollar General, but Dollar Tree, everything is dollar. True. So, unknown, never been. Colgate toothpaste, dollar. It's probably like 25 years old. Is it but the it's optic? Because <laughs> if it is, I'm, I'm going to get some. I use the Colgate, but it's optic. It's, it's the kind that comes in the like the the standing tall jar type is what I get. They have the tube, but the, I like the standing kind. I'm not a tube fan because I'm like, crush it, don't crush it, whatever. And people don't do it right. That's why I they don't want to deal don't. with that. I eliminate that by having the, the flip top. And it gets gunky. I'll call it a flip top. Hmm. It travels well. It's under the limit for travel. Most flip tops do. And it's a dollar. Yep. I get that. I get. Uh, hand sanitizer for open houses because I don't want to know other people's terms. Um, what else? Like band-aids. Like band-aids? 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 Band-aid? Band-aid. Like... Band-aid. Okay. Band-aid. Sometimes I'll have Rite Aid brand. 
So, so Dollar Tree must be owned by somebody that does like Rite Aid. Because they'll have Rite Aid brands. Which we don't have Rite Aid here, but they have Rite Aid in Georgia. Do you have Rite Aid in Albany? There is a few. <sighs> my sister exact. my sister works marketing for Rite Aid up in I mean, I wish there, there was still Eckerd's. What happened to Eckerd's? I liked Eckerd's. Their Eckerd's is bought by Rite Aid. Well. Ruth Eckerd had a lot of money. She's a hall in What Clearwater. I don't like is CVS because I can't stand those carpet squares. They drive <laughs> me crazy. Feels ridiculous. I don't you know why they have a it's carpet like square? Like Romper Room. I was on Romper Room. Well, again, I don't like the carpet squares. Were you on Romper Room? N- Never. I miss Marsha. She died. Never. But I was on Romper Room. Never on the R Square. Five years old. Really? Yeah. Chocolate milk on Fridays. I still remember. Gracious. I was a very tall doobie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But anyway, brandless is like a lot of stuff. I mean, like granola. I mean, for three bucks, how bad can it be? Oh, it can be bad because I'm going to tell you this. (laughs) Granola, you don't even need to spend $3. Look at the back. The carbs on granola are insane. I don't care... (laughs) How good it is. I don't care how great they okay, say it is ago. for you. Wait it is ago. insane. You have to have a membership. Insane. 24 bucks to wait. get the $3. I just went. Wait. There is a membership to Brandless? Yeah, $24. What? But it saves you. That's like a cult. Free shipping. Who pays to be part of Brandless? <laughs> Patty? I didn't. I haven't <laughs> Not done it. Not me. Loretta does. Loretta W. Loretta. <laughs> Her get name's your Loretta. money back, girl. Loretta get W. It. does it. This is Patty at Patty's Playhouse. We're talking real estate. We were talking restrictive covenants earlier and brandless. And I guess if you were going to apply restrictive covenant to your real life, it would be, do you use, like, how do you live? Which is a question I ask my customers when I first meet them is, how do you live? Like, do you walk in the front door or do you walk in the side door? Where do you park? Do you, where, when your family comes to visit, do they walk in the side door? Is there a side door? Do they walk in the front door? Do you entertain in the kitchen? Do you entertain in the backyard? Those are the kind of things restrictive covenants allow you to do. Like it allows you to live where you're going to, where you're going to be. Do you want to be told how to live? I don't want to be told how to live. So I don't live in a neighborhood like that. It limits me. I, I go through these neighborhoods and go, you know, I'd really love to live here. I'd really love to live. I've always loved Bull Run. Always loved it. Loved it when I sold there. I thought it's a great walking neighborhood. It's close. And then restrictive covenants. And I'm a screamer. So nobody wants that. Hmm. Nope, not happening. Like well, I yell at my dog. I yell at whatever. I'm yelling at the TV. Nobody wants to hear that uh, with the house right next to me. Well, and right Rich, next to you. No, that. no one's having it. So I don't live there. But I would always wanted to. But those restrictive covenants. I know what I can tolerate and what I can't. So how do you live? I think it was the best question ever someone ever taught me in real Just estate. To ask Truly. how do you live? How do you live? Do you walk in the front door? Do you walk in the side door, Scott? How do you walk? Where do you walk in? Front door. Front door tells me a lot about you. Yeah, it does I'm, it's very formal. I am very formal. Much more formal, and that's your own house. Correct. You don't walk through the kitchen. I do not. See, when we grew up, everybody they used to say, I guess, friends walk to the kitchen or family walks to the kitchen. And strangers walk to the front door. I'm trying to think of any house I've ever had if I walk through any other door. And I, the answer is no. With the exception of coming in through the garage door every now and then. But mainly the front door. So, and you couldn't park in the front. I don't park in the front now because I have a big freaking live oak. And it, I just don't want to wake up one morning and have the live oak. And it happened to our neighbor. So it could happen. His live oak luckily went into the street instead of his house. And it just went one day. 
Well, storm time is coming. Everybody should be praying. I know. Back. And I just, oh, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm trying to get an insurance guy. If there's an exciting insurance salesperson out there who wants Do to be on exist? our show, I don't know. Hmm. If you're listening, call me, 850-656-0009. I want to talk to people about flood insurance because I have it and I don't live in a flood zone. It cost me $302. It's worth every cent. Every penny. Because I can walk away from my house knowing I'm getting all my stuff back. Mm-hmm. Well, some of it. At least you're getting the monetary value. I'm getting my content. Well, I mean, it depends yeah, on... Yeah, but I'll take what I want with me. I learned that with Irma last Take year. Irma with you? No. Take what would make me cry if I lost, and then the rest goes. And I get my content. What it's content that, and building. What would that be? Pictures? No. Um, I have a little... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bartender. It's a mechanical bartender. It's really old school. It's from the 50s. And you wind him up and his smoke comes out of his ears. It was my grandfather's. Goodness. So I, I have things like that that are very family. Like just, it's all in one place. I have a go bag ready to go because of Irma. I'm ready to go. Out. My rings, that. Pictures are mostly online thanks to my sister. She digitized most of our photos. Um, but other than that, a blanket that was my great grandmother's, a doll that was my great grandmother's, and then I'm out. I, I really don't have a lot. I'd, I'd probably take art, like the <laughs> things on the wall art. Do you have art? Do I you do. have like well, art? I mean, let's like let's named do, art. No, um, okay, named by me probably, <laughs> but no, nothing like that. But stuff I really I like and that I've picked up over the years. And Jeff would probably take um most things out of the linen closet. <laughs> Because he has... I would want my blanket, my pillow. Well, I mean, besides that, but it's an infatuation with certain types of fabrics. I don't know. <laughs> that he would take it in a... It, I mean, most of it's like his grandmother. From, yeah, just like he's got this... The way that sheets so, smell or feel. Oh, or, does he? See, that's know, that me. Cow. Like, I want that. I, yeah. That stuff cannot be replaced. Mine's shoes and art. I don't care what anyone says. You can't replace it. Shoes, you cannot. You would replace. run your shoes out of the house. Oh, my shoes would be the first thing to go <laughs> from the volcano. Shoes, shoes and art. Come on, I want to lay on the freaking shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Purpledoorteam.com. What good can drinking do? What good can drinking do? I drink all night. Next day I feel blue. Well, there's a glass on the table. Say it's gonna ease my pain. Yeah, there's a glass on the table. Say it's gonna ease my pain. Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. This is our Garnet Gold segment where we talk a little bit of wine, Garnet, a little bit of gold, bourbon or beer. Today is bourbon and wine because we're drinking as we record. Mm -hmm. Saturday at 11 a.m. We've got bourbon. Larceny is my bourbon of the day. It's John F. 
Fitzgerald, John E. Sorry. John E. Fitzgerald Larceny. I'm taping in the dark. Calms my brain. Anyways, 92 proof, small batch, Larceny, 1870, made by Heaven Hill. Heaven Hill is out of Bardstown, Kentucky, where my Aunt Jeannie, Aunt Jeannie, Skaggs. Skaggs in Bardstown is like Smith. So everybody's Skaggs, but it's Jeannie and Donnie. And uh, they make Evan Williams, Georgia Moon, Old Fitzgerald, Pikesville, Two Fingers. They make Irish Miss. I grew up on Heaven Hill. Everything was Heaven Hill. And I just found out John, my friend's going to Heaven Hill. Ugh. Anyway, it's delicious. Larceny, it's a smoother bourbon than I would normally want because I, dr- I like to drink it warm and neat, which is without ice. So I put a little, I put like two drops of ginger ale in it. Um, warm ginger ale too. Warm ginger ale too. Goodness. It's just like two drops, like a dropper, like dip, dip. Right, but everything is warm. I do like warm. I don't like Diet Coke cold. I like it. Goodness. I know. I, don't, I, can't, I can't explain it to you. It's just what Clearly. I do. But anyway, Heaven Hill is a big distillery. So they're out of Bardstown, Kentucky. They've been brewing since it wasn't legal. <laughs> Prohibition. Most things in Kentucky 1935, aren't. the Shapiro family. Uh, yeah, Max and Harry don't sound like Irish Catholics, which is what most of Bardstown is. <laughs> so a good Jewish side of the Bardstown. <laughs> anyway, three generations. Anyway, Heaven Hill, I mean, they. I love Evan Williams, which is, a, is an inexpensive. This was like, I don't know, like 32 bucks for this big thing of larceny. What made you choose them? I went to ABC on Thomasville Road. I had some time to kill before we recorded. I was leaving a title company. And I was browsing. And the guy said, can I pick one out for you? And I said, yes, you may. And he picked out your wine, which you're going to talk about in a minute. And he picked out Larceny, which was not what I was going to pick. I was going to pick Clyde Mays. So he actually lost about eight bucks on that. Because I was about to grab Clyde Mays. And I, he said, okay, take that. I, he asked for a price point. And I said, it's a write-off. <laughs> You're lucky really that's minor. all you walked out with. <laughs> Actually, I bought that and I bought a chocolate whiskey. So I'm going to have that later. Have you ever had a chocolate whiskey? I have. I had it in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not delicious. sure why things need to taste like chocolate these days. It's an aftertaste. You'll love it. Well, it doesn't. It's not a heavy chocolate. It's not like a liqueur. Like everything's got to be caramel. Or they have a caramel too. Or... See, you say caramel. I say caramel. I do. I also say Caribbean. I say not Caribbean. Caribbean. <laughs> I mean, the list goes on. Pecan. So pecan. yeah. So this is Patty Wilson. Patty's Playhouse. Eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Our website's Patty's Playhouse Media. We we talk garnet and gold. Our last segment. So before you. St- imbibe on saturday with the spirits we're going to give you a little taste so larceny drink it straight if you like little bur- a little ginger ale i'm not a a coke fan with my bourbon or diet coke i don't do that i like the clears um, so there you go i don't Your mind turn, a diet, i don't mind a diet coke with uh i think it's rancid with the, with oh, the bourbon i, I love diet coke but mm-mm. i do prefer a ginger ale however when I'm drinking bourbon, maybe which a is soda water. Hashtag never. Not out of so. a can or anything, because you know Diet Coke's different. If I, I had McDonald's Diet Coke, Circle K Diet Coke's different than a McDonald's. I mean, it's all different. But isn't the McDonald's the Diet Coke a little? It's cool? double. It's double filtered. Right, but isn't it already cool? Yeah, that's why I don't get Diet. That's why I don't get ice. 
Right. And I'm surprised you even like it. I don't. Well, it's a challenge. I like to sit a little bit Mm because I don't like the cold on my teeth. Interesting. It's a very personal choice. Everybody's got their thing. However, I also don't want to pay for three-quarter ice. So it started out that I'm like, oh, I can get it all the way. Well, and not pay for ice. Because you and remember now back in the day where things weren't refillable. Correct. I and mean, if you got a drink, a, a carbonated like drink. Like Chick-fil-A, it's got, a douche to refill one. at truck Chick-fil-A because they control the soda fountains. They control a lot. When- <laughs> that Wendy's chicken, too. I don't like Wendy's. I really don't. None of it? Uh, I not mean, a Frosty? No. Nah. Jeff had a frosty the other day. He also had something with organic uh, strawberry in it. I'm not there's sure. There's nothing from Wendy's that's organic. No, there really is. There's a new Shut drink up. that has like some organic strawberry. I don't believe it. Uh-huh. I, can you call something organic if it's not without getting in trouble? Probably not. Mm. But that Wendy's going to be in trouble. Do you trust like organic? It's out of the country. Mm. Like if it was Whole Foods, organic like Zimbabwe or sure Uruguay. Act- I'm not or- sure I actually trust organic i don't either i'm a pesticide i love pesticides every now and again i will taste something that's organic and it tastes better but i think it's just better whatever it is not because it's organic dude my tick bite goodness here looks like an anus (laughs) what did you just my tick bite i have a tick rash on my leg right go on it's horrific looking okay i thought you said so last week i told (laughs) oh you said heinous I was like, what it do you mean? Like it looks like an anus. Oh my God. <laughs> you did say that. Okay. I was trying. I to am not even kidding you. Weird. So I get a tick bite. I got a tick at a house I shared. I find it at night. I take it off. Leave the head in, right? <laughs> Figure out on YouTube easy. last week's show how to get the freaking head out. Get the head out. And now I have the bullseye. There's a so my daughter Molly's like, you have the limes. <laughs> like, oh, you have the limes. So I'm standing by waiting for like the flu. But when I took a picture of it to send to Molly, it looked like an anus. It's <laughs> not right. It's all dry and nasty. It's on my leg. Well, nobody likes an anus on their It's leg. very itchy. It's hard not to scratch. <sighs> but I don't want the limes. I don't even understand what the limes are. Is that like... Lime disease? No, I got that part. But the li- like, is for- that a thing? Dude, Is that like when they're sitting around on still magnolias like the cancer? I don't like the limes. The limes. Molly's like you have As the limes. Everybody's, Everybody has the limes. Everybody's speaking it's about it. less than two percent chance. Oh my God, you've got the limes. But my leg really looks like it's developing into an, That's a problem. an anus. That is a huge So I'm going to flip to you on your wine while I Yeah, well, first of all, I'm going to mandate that you wear uh, long pants. Oh, my God. Can you even on. imagine? Cotton no, candy I really legs? Can't. Not. Nobody likes cotton candy anus legs. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a bad look. Okay, so quickly, my uh, wine, Vigilance. It's a Cimarron. What's That's a Cimarron? A, it's just a different brand. Like, no, oh, is it brand. the brand? Well, it's not a brand. It's almost flavor. like a Merlot. Malibu, oh, certain... well, he said it was a red blend. It's over right. by the French at ABC. Yeah, but this one's from California. Okay. Who like to be near the French, apparently. <laughs> so um, it, it's actually very good. I don't know how much it cost, but it was because you bought it. How much was it? I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> this was roughly, right. I don't know. Under 15, because that's what I told him, which okay. is what so you said. So it's under 15. Mm-hmm. It's bold. Um, for It's almost like a Cabernet and Merlot, I would oh. say, mixed. Do you like it? I do, because okay. I like a red blend. 
typically I don't like Cabernet because it's a little dark. Merlot sometimes is a little light. So this is a a good package, if you will. And I love the label. Oh, good. So I thought it was a pretty. You know the way model. I'm about branding. I thought it was pretty. And, well, it's a shield. Vigilance it shield. Was, it was taupe. Hmm, putty, in fact. <laughs> dark putty. So we are all about taupe. So John in the radio station said no. I forget how he put it. No jokes no. that nobody nobody knows about. Like inside jokes. That's the word. Oh. So we have to explain our jokes. So putty is we talk about paint. All I the like time. the grays and the whites and Scott likes the putty. Because it's a mix of a taupe and a gray. Mm-hmm. So gray is relatively stark in some cases and a putty has a good uh blending appeal. So do you like um do you follow the label when you look at wines or do you just how do you how do you pick a wine? Well, I think everybody picks a wine initially based on price point and look. After that, you start tasting different ones and eventually you find a few that you like and you start to buy those. Okay, here's my challenge with what you said last week. You're yes. like, I want to try it cuz it's a bogo. But if you don't like it, you have two. Correct, but you Granted, didn't but you didn't free. pay more than one. That's the beauty of it. But you have one that's crap. Well, you have two that's crap, theoretically. <laughs> but but imagine for a moment that you like it, and it's good. It is? Yeah, okay, yeah. so that's why you do it. Do you ever give it away? Yes, often. Okay. But I always like to try it, because if I do like it, then I, I feel like there is more where that came from, and, right. and Publix is really good at that. Well, Dreamweavers, come Shout on. Shout out to Publix. Shout out to Dreamweaver. Well, Don't you love this song? I do. I do. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. See you next week.